0: therapy versus therapeutic and why you're screwed. There's a difference between what feels good and what works or is actually designed to improving your condition. If you decide you just don't care, you just want what feels good, well, this isn't helping you. So please allow yourself to be a fly on the wall in my clinic, up in the corner where no one can see you. Just watch this repetitive daily interaction I have in my clinic. Here's me. Okay Mrs. Jones after your exam and evaluation I feel confident this is what you have and I feel comfortable that that is a correct diagnosis and here is what you can do at home to take care of this issue. It's kind of an at-home rehab idea. We call it rehab to go. This is gonna speed up your issue and readily fix it. But I don't like to do that. I do this instead. The example is anything, using a hot shower or massage or hot tub or stretch or whatever, it's just not what I was intending. I like to do this instead. So let's go back to me. Yes, I understand, that feels good, but that approach is incorrect. In fact, in this case, it's actually bad for you, and it's a big part of why you're not getting better. It's sabotaging your recovery. Here's what you should do instead, and and this is why but it just feels good. Uh, and then I pull out my hair. And that's the old days, now I have no hair. This happens to me every single day, forever. So let's get into this for just a few minutes. Hopefully this will help clear things up. There are two words that are very similar in nature and have a very similar definition, but they're very different in application. So let's use the word therapy to equal treatments intended to relieve or heal a disorder, and therapeutic, kind of like soothing. It just feels good. Now these ideas and terms are similar, and at times they overlap, but they are not the same thing. And the odds are severely against your understanding the difference and how to apply it. This is because we all tend to just follow what I call our chocolate lab brains. Our chocolate lab brains are non-stop pleasure-seeking. They're affirmation-based. You can't tell a lab anything. It knows what it wants. Feel good triumphs over better advice. It is your fault, but I won't blame you because I know why. Because I know that it really does feel so good. But the problem is that you'll never get better. You're working against your ability to get better. What I spend 30 minutes to an hour fixing in my clinic, you spend 10 to 12 hours undoing when you get home. Therapy versus comforting versus soothing versus it feels good is an easy concept to understand, but it is hard to implement. So let me give you a few examples I see clinically daily, over and over and over. Heck guys, the entire concept of you doing what feels good versus what is appropriate treatment and therapy is the entire reason I started the whole damn website. I do this lecture five to ten times a day, one person at a time. It's exhausting. The entire plan of DrChadPeters.com is in the hope that an online following will help me reach more people. This is my shotgun approach to health. So here's some examples. Ice versus heat and when to do it. Now I've absolutely chiropractically napalmed this topic to death. You'll see this come up on this website a million times. I won't make you read it again. If you are inflamed, don't use heat. That's the opposite of anti-inflammatory. That's called pro-inflammatory, guys. But how can I tell if I'm inflamed? Well there are some tricks to the trade that I can do clinically, but an easy way is just to ask yourself. Does ibuprofen or naproxen take the edge off? If the answer is yes, well, you learn something. Those are anti-inflammatories. It says right there on the box, anti-inflammatory. There's no pain-relieving drugs in there. It's just an anti-inflammatory. So don't pro-inflammatory heat treat it. But it just feels so good to take a hot shower. I love it. I get in there and I relax. Everything's better. I know, I know. But how about 15 minutes later? Because 15 minutes later, it hurts again, and you probably can't bend down to tie your shoes. Now, I'm sorry. I told you I went not rant, and it's seriously our most discussed and played out thing. It's one of the only true negatives I have at work. I hate the lecture on ice and heat, and I do it 100 times a week. The second one, stretching. As in this one, hey, doc, I don't think I stretch enough. Or the other one, I stretch all the time. I have been in an hour routine I've been doing for three years now hasn't helped so before we get into this one i have already written this one up in a similar podcast blog as this one it's called four reasons why you're tight and what to do about it so look at that one i'll give you the little like cliff notes version here there are many reasons for tight muscles this isn't this isn't the 1990s this isn't my pe teacher from back in the day so step into the future and get away from the old adage that you need to stretch more Back in the day, it was, oh, I'm tight, I need to stretch. The new version is, oh, I'm tight. Okay, let's figure out which version of tight you have because there's a bunch of different ways to work on that. But what's that? You want to stretch still? Because it feels good. It just feels good. All right, stop reading and listening to this immediately. Start this whole podcast again next year when you're still messed up and you're exactly where you are. And you're looking for something new, come back and start this one again. But if you're still gonna use heat and stretch because it feels good, you missed the boat already. Just stop. You got something better to do with your day. Here's a clue, guys. For the most part, the entire backside of your body is already overlong. It's already overstretched. It's over elongated because we all sit too long. And just stretching the tight muscles lame. It's most likely slowing down your recovery. Look at one of the articles I wrote with a rehab to go called Contracting the Posterior Chain. It's four simple exercises, it's 90 seconds and it will change your world. It's the anti-stretch. Okay, on to the third, resting for an injury. Now there is a time for rest. An acute issue probably needs a little rest, but I'm gonna emphasize a little rest. This one, hey doc, I sprained my ankle like four months ago and I rested it meaning the entire time, the whole four months. And then yesterday on my first run, it came right back. Think I need more rest? Uh, no. Guess what, dude? You didn't rest. You just did nothing. Dude, we're talking like four months atrophy, weakness-inducing level time off. You forgot to do something. You forgot to do anything. You're not proactive. You just did nothing. Rest by itself is by no means therapy. Ever. Ever. All right, how about massage? Now here, I'm not trying to make anybody mad. I love massage. I have three awesome LMTs in my clinic, but massage is not for every issue, every time. If you have difficulty getting out of bed each morning because your back is killing you, and if you sneezed or coughed or farted, you'd collapse in pain, then why on earth would you figure lying face down for an hour on a table would help? You won't be able to get up off the table. If you can't get out of your bed, you're not gonna be able to get off the massage table. It's advice I've given you already. You need to know what you have first so you can get the appropriate treatment. My second example, you wanna use massage as a therapy, as in a fix for a condition, for like this one. Man, I hold all my stress right here. And just imagine my mom pointing to her shoulders and her traps, it's right here. And then you go and get massages every single week for the last two years. As a fix, well guess what? You've just done over 100 massages in a row and it's not working. If it was what you needed, you would have fixed it by now. But doc, it just feels so good. Okay, on this example of massage, I'm gonna throw you a bone. Because if you're getting a massage for the sole reason that it just feels good, personally, I'm okay with that. It's your money, use it however you want to. It does feel good and hands-on therapy has some seriously great side effects emotionally and mentally, but you can't complain when it doesn't work as a therapy, as a fix. I don't want to hear, oh I tried massage for about two years, it never worked for me. I mean give your poor therapist a chance, don't ask a massage therapist for miracles, but, but my tight muscles, what about, what about them? Look read four reasons why you have tight muscles and what to do about it one more time you obviously didn't get it the first time my last example is the guys of the polar opposite the no pain no gain crowd basically who i was most of my friends crossfitters wrestlers marathoners powerlifters the type a dudes the guys and girls that think if it doesn't hurt like crazy it's not doing anything these guys will take a foam roller idea and within three weeks, be using a metal-weighted bar to really get in there and crush the muscles. Dude, it just hurts like hell to just pound my muscles into oblivion and roll my shoulders out with a shot put. But it's like, it's like a good hurt, bro. Come on. I don't even want to get into this right now. If you are serious about fixing an issue and you want to go it alone, I'm cool with that. Get to know your body. That's the reason for this. I want you to be able to do this yourself. My advice would be... Try out your therapy ideas, any of your choices. Try it out for about four sessions, four tries. If you haven't got serious results in four sessions, my bet is that you're doing something wrong. So it's time to try a different approach. Learn, get smarter with your health. Maybe you've heard the, the quote, first, don't fool yourself because you're the easiest person to fool. So quit fooling yourself. Quit lying to yourself with lame justification of, it feels good. It's time to get out and fix your body.